This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. What's up, beautiful people, and welcome back to a Spoonyville podcast. Not going to waste any time today. I'm just going to dive straight into it. I hope you guys are doing well and um, just vibing, you know, just having a good day. I feel good today. I want you guys, I'm hoping that you guys, as you're listening to it, will feel equally as good, you know? So let's go ahead and start off with this week's affirmation of the week. As you guys know, every week I do a pull from my Illuminate affirmation card deck um, on Instagram story. So if you're not following me on IG, please go and do so um, so you can catch next week's pull. But for those of you who may have missed it, this week's affirmation is I am chronically worthy of love, success and happiness. I am chronically worthy of love, success, and happiness. And um, when I read that affirmation, a few things stick out to me. You know, so like when you're reading affirmations, sometimes I put emphasis on particular words, things that stick out to me. So the first word chronically, like we're chronically ill, but we're chronically other things. We're chronically worthy. I think that a lot of us struggle with self-worth and thinking that we deserve things because we are in these bodies that don't always cooperate or function the way that we would like for them to do. And then when you get into love, success, happiness, those are actually issues that I have wrangled with thinking, will I ever find someone to love me, you know, in this body? Will I ever be able to attain my goals and be successful? And will I ever be happy again? Because some days you just do not feel happy, right? So again, This week's affirmation, I am chronically worthy of love, success, and happiness. So I hope that resonates for those of you who needed to hear that and you can write it down and recite it to yourself sometime throughout the next week, months, whatever. Put on your mirror, say it to yourself every morning, all right? So today, I want to talk to you guys about food. You know, the theme of the month or the word of the month is nourishment. And traditionally, when people think of nourishing, they think of nutrition, right? Food, what we're putting into our bodies. But I want to hit it from the stance of, have you ever wondered how food can affect your mood? Um, When I was a little girl, my grandma told me that food was medicine. And y'all, she really believed it. I mean, like she lived by the concept that food heals, not in the respect of like, oh, being more of like an herbalist or something like that or which it can. But I'm talking about if I had a headache, she would tell me to eat something. If I had a tummy ache, she would tell me to eat something. If I had a heartache, yes, you guessed it she would make me something to eat. Um, and so while I don't want to um, have you guys believe that I think that food can solve all of your problems, I do believe that food and feelings are tied together. There is a connection there. I mean, why else is there you know, emotional eating? And I'm not here to bash anyone um, for emotional eating because, you know, um, I've done it. I'm guilty of emotional eating, especially when we're in these um, bodies that don't necessarily make us feel our best all the time. And we just want to say yes to the thing that's going to make us feel good, even just for just a millisecond, you know. But that's another discussion for another day. Today, I want to focus on food on how food can contribute to like your mood and, you know, how you feel emotionally. So 
Um, does food affect your happiness? The short answer is yes, y'all. There have been a lot of studies and research that point to the effects of food on mood. And um, your diet can either contribute to negative emotions or help alleviate them. And so, you know, diets, when I, I'm put, you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes. Diets, I don't like to use that word, that primarily consist of like fruits and vegetables and complex carbs and proteins and healthy fats are typically associated with like a longer lasting feeling of happiness in people. Um, whereas foods that are like higher, higher in fats and, you know, carbs and or even highly processed foods will give you, they will give like a short-term happiness, like that dopamine drip, you know what I'm saying? But it's not a long-term effect, um, which I think is interesting because like I said, when we're feeling stressed or sad, most of us crave and seek out foods that are like high in carbs and fats. Um, so I mean to say like, yes, eating that double bacon cheeseburger with the extra large fry and a milkshake may feel good for the 15, 20 minutes it takes you to eat it and maybe into the sleep coma nap that you get afterwards, you're satisfied, you're satiated. But that feeling fades, you know, it's not long lasting. And like I said, I hate the term diet, to be perfectly honest, because to me, that invokes feelings of like restriction and limitation. And I don't like to believe that I am limited. <laughs> Maybe that's something that I need to deal with myself. I'll talk to my therapist about it. So I like to use the word nutrition. Like, How am I nourishing my body? And I'm sure you guys are aware that there are a lot of different nutrition options out there. You have AIP, you have regular paleo, you have Mediterranean, keto, vegan, vegetarian, like, oh my gosh, you got gluten-free, you know, the list goes on and on. And each lifestyle has its own quirks. So if you're looking for a recommendation for me, um, I'm just going to say that the best one for you is the one that fits your lifestyle and makes you feel your best, you know? We all have to do our research and a lot of trial and error and just figure out what works for our bodies. You know, personally, I am a fan of more balance and wholeness. You know, I would call myself a flexitarian of sorts, you know, um, because some days I'm all into, you know, meats. But for the most part, I do eat primarily like fish and seafood. Like that's just my jam. I've never gotten tired of eating seafood ever, whereas I have gotten tired of eating meats. Um yeah, <laughs> but I just listen to my body and try to give it what it's asking for and what it needs. So some days that is, like I said, a seafood salad. And by that, I mean, you know, putting some crab meat and some shrimp over top of some um, lettuce and spinach and eating that. And other days, you guys, to be perfectly honest, it's a fully loaded pizza. Um, so maybe that's more of intuitive eating. I don't know. I have to do more research into that. But like I said, um, if you're looking for a plan that includes foods to improve your mood, overall, I just want to say that you should try to find something that has, you know, or includes complex carbs and like lean protein sources and a lot of produce. The reason why I'm talking about this specifically this week um, is because for the first time since I've had my flare back in December, I got on the scale and I did not like what I saw, you guys. Like, oh my gosh, I did not like it. Um, but the reality was for the past three months, I have not been 
moving the way that I normally would. Like I, I didn't have that capability. I was having a moment, you know, I was having a flare. My body wasn't in that space. And also during that time, I was subject to not only emotional comfort eating because I wanted to soothe some of that sting, but also um, I was eating things that I wouldn't normally eat because I was having difficulty, like standing a long time and cooking those meals and feeling, you know what I'm saying, um, like a burden to others by saying, hey, can you cook my meals for me? You know what I'm saying? So we all have these times when we aren't making necessarily the best food choices, but that's OK, because in stepping on that scale, um, I didn't fall apart, which is transforming like. If anybody knows me, they know that's like, oh my gosh, she did not fall apart because I've told you guys before previously how I struggled with like body image and different things in nature and crying in the dressing room. But because of all the work that I've done, um, just in like my belief system and like my gratitude and different things, I've been able to approach this time completely different. And I see this as an opportunity to do things differently. You know what I'm saying? I see it as an opportunity to shine in ways that I haven't shown before. So that's just encouragement for someone else that's out there and you may be struggling with not really feeling comfortable in your body, maybe putting on a couple extra LBs and feeling like you aren't able to get it off the way that you normally would. I mean, that happens. But I just want you guys to be encouraged and to know that this is temporary and there is no, well, I'll call it a mistake, but there is nothing that you can't recoup from. I'm just going to leave it there. Um, so we can, it just starts slowly. I've been doing things slowly this week. So like I made sure that I ate when balanced. I was trying to incorporate more vegetables. I felt, first of all, I felt good enough to cook myself food for the first time. And I don't know how long. So that in itself was an accomplishment to celebrate. Then beyond that, I started, I wanted to move. And so, no, I know I couldn't do a full 45 minute hit exercise. No, I started with 10 minutes, you know, and I'm going to commit to just working my way up and giving my body time to readjust and be flexible with it and be patient and compassionate and realize that I'm doing my best. And I'm showing up every day and that's all I can ever ask for. And that's all we can ask for ourselves as we are doing these things. Because what is the benefit of beating ourselves up and pushing ourselves beyond what is healthy, um, killing ourselves, which is basically like a form of punishment. You know what I'm saying? It's a form of punishment for something that already wasn't something that we intended to do. We didn't intend to be chronically ill. We didn't intend to have a flare. We didn't intend to be non-mobile for so long, you know? So why are we punishing ourselves for that? Food should be, like I said, it should be nourishment. It should be fun. It should be exciting. Um, it should put you in a good mood, right? It should be all those things. We shouldn't think, oh, I can't have that or I can't have that. Like what that 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 does something to us mentally, you guys. Really, it does. So if you are struggling with just like food choices and even body movement, I just want you guys to have a lot of compassion and balance and figure out. What is the most compassionate way for me to approach this opportunity that is in front of me? Um, so before I leave you guys, I did want to talk to you for a few seconds on or just give suggestions on some foods that you can incorporate into your air quote diet or nutrition plan. Um that will improve your mood. So there are foods that have been shown to like ease stress, improve mood, 
uh, relieve anxiety and help fight off depression. So I encourage you to maybe try a couple and see the difference that they can make. And it's not really the food itself so much as the nutrients and minerals that those type of food have. So number one on the list, we're going to start off with a high one, chocolate. Yes, chocolate does in fact make you happy, dark chocolate to be specific. So it contains antioxidants and over time, um, consumption can reduce like the levels of cortisol and other stress hormones, you know? Number two, salmon. So regular eating, regularly blah, eating salmon or other fatty fish like mm, tuna um, can help lower your anxiety because they contain omega-3 fatty acids, which is like a mood boosting nutrient. Um, and it's linked with like dopamine. Again, we talked about dopamine earlier and even serotonin. Oats. So oats, of course, are a great source of fiber. Um, fiber, you know, gets things a little moving, <laughs> but it also helps with like your blood sugar, like keeping that level and um, getting your energy more stable. So like you aren't irritable and having movement. You know, when people talk about being hangry, you know. So as far as oats, you can enjoy it as um, oatmeal or, you know, overnight no oats are super popular. Um, and even like granola, right? Um, green tea is probably another one. So sipping a cup of green tea can do more than just like, oh, it's my nightcap, you know, my, my eating routine. Um, it can soothe your senses, calm your nerves and just overall brighten a dark mood, you know? So, um, you know, make that green tea. I'm not a tea lover, but I think I want to start incorporating more tea because they say that drinking like two to three cups of green tea a day, um, it was linked to like, less depression like symptoms I guess that is um and it has just enough caffeine in it to give you like a little kick well not too much it's going to give you the jitters though you know um because it has what is it L-theanine I think that's what it's called it's like an, another amino acid that helps fight off anxiety um oysters so oysters I, I just started eating oysters like two years ago so don't don't size me but I do like them they take a little raw oysters let me say that raw oysters um but they are high in zinc and zinc is a nutrient that can you know help ease anxiety and improve sleep quality and we all know that people are happier and less cranky when they get proper sleep we talked about sleep last week blueberries so those little berries actually um, pack a good punch. They're full of, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the antioxidant called flavonoids. Um, it help regulate mood, improve your memory, and, you know, protect your brain from like some of those fast aging things. A lot of us go through like a lot of brain fog and memory loss. Might want to try some blueberries or something else that helps with the flavonoids. Um, spinach. Spinach is probably my favorite leafy vegetable because I do not like lettuce, but dark leafy greens in general, like spinach, are loaded with magnesium and magnesium is linked to anxiety reduction. And then you have yogurt. So, um, just probiotics in general, probiotic fermented foods like yogurt, um, kimchi, sauerkraut are, uh, contain healthy bacteria that get your gut you know, and check. And so, you know, there is a huge link and a huge research um, rabbit hole that you can go down about gut health and autoimmunity. Um, but, you know, balancing a gut bacteria is always good. So you'll be in a better mood, less stress, less anxiety, and a lower risk of depression. 
So those are just a few suggestions. And I definitely, like I said, balance and ease. So don't try to do like a full overall overhaul of your nutrition. You know, um, I'm a picky eater. So if you're picky like me, there are even alternatives for you to try. The goal really is, like I said, to incorporate that mineral nutrient into your diet versus that specific food itself. So for example, if you're really not into salmon, you can try like mackerel to also get like omega-3s or even a supplement. Um, If you hate spinach, you can try like Swiss chard to get in that magnesium. And if you're not into like the oyster thing, you can try like cashews, eggs, liver, beef, um, some other, you know, things to get in your zinc. Um, Yeah. So there's all, like I said, it's a million ways to skin a cat. So you have to just find and do your research and figure out what mineral or nutrient you may need to increase that comes with like doing maybe some blood work and incorporating foods that are heavy in that to get you what you need. Um, but in summary, you guys, food without question influences your mood and your happiness. And food is a necessity of life. Like we need it to survive. And um, the good thing about food is that It's something in our lives that we can control. And I know control is a big thing for many people with chronic illnesses because we often feel out of control and helpless. The question really is, are we courageous enough and wise enough to choose foods that lend to our greater well-being? You know, not just that 15 minutes of satisfaction. Are we looking for foods that are in the long run going to benefit us and you know, physically, you know, keeping the LBs off, but also mentally and emotionally to help reducing stress and keeping our blood sugar level and those type of things, you know. Unfortunately, food is not here to just make you feel good while eating it. (laughs) But there's a time and a place for those type of things. Um, So we want to just strive to choose foods wisely, um, but also play. You know what I'm saying? Don't be all strict, but allow yourself some some indulgences here or there, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But um, you guys, that is all I have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, um, it's I love sharing this stuff for you. So if you guys have suggestions of other things you want me to kind of uh, talk to or talk about, shoot me a DM if you guys love the food content and want me to dig a little bit deeper into that. Like, um, I don't, I'm not really a meal plan, uh, like a meal plan girl, but I know somebody who is, so I can get some more of that content for you guys. Um, let me know how you like this and what are some of your struggles with food as it relates to, um, eating with a chronic illness? Because I know for me, sometimes I can't even chew um, when my symptoms are flaring up. And so that's an additional hurdle that I have to overcome, like getting in my proper nutrients and stuff when I'm struggling to chew or when I'm struggling to swallow, you know, those type of things matter. Um, so let me know what type of obstacles you guys are having in terms of food choices. And, um, even let me know if, have you ever thought about food playing a part of your mood or noticed that when you eat certain things, you feel this way. And when you eat certain things, you feel that way. But, um, as always shoot me, an email if you want to connect, shoot me a DM if you want to connect. Uh, remember to like, share, and subscribe if you guys are liking this content. And until next week, stay empowered and stay ill.